Hey, Rob. What do you think of our funky new football in Berkshire branding? They're great, Tom. Who's made them? They've been created by friend of FIB, Ellis Woods, who runs his own creative agency, Flair Media. He's heavily involved in grassroots football and kindly sponsors this very podcast. That's great. What else do they do? Well, it's funny you should say that, Rob. Ellis offers affordable digital marketing, digital and print branding like logos, banners, flyers and business cards, as well as website content creation and management. Go and have a look at flaremedia.online and tell Ellis we sent you. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories podcast with me, Tom Canning, and him, Rob Davis. Uh, hello, Rob. Hello, mate. How you are right? you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, this is our pub, but not in a pub chat podcast. We're doing daily to try and keep ourselves and all of you busy during the lockdown. You can see more podcasts from us by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. You can also follow us on Twitter at FI Berkshire and find out more at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Uh, today, our very special guest is Thatcham Town Chairman Dave Mellon, who joins us on the phone. Hello, Dave. Hello. Hi. How are we doing, guys? Very well, very well. All looks very sunny there. It's a lovely, lovely day to be sat inside doing a podcast. It, it is a lovely day to be uh, obviously self-isolating yes. and, uh, and staying in <laughs> um, Dave, I wanted to start with one very obvious question because I know, I know you're fairly new to the chairmanship of um, Thatcham Town Correct. Uh, Football yeah. Club. Uh, what on earth were you thinking? Well, <laughs> Chairman of your local um, football yeah. club. Nutter. That, that's a that's a very good question. Um, it's um, I mean it it came about quite quickly. Um, so I'd been involved with the club for a couple of years anyway. Um, firstly, as the kind of main sponsor, um, we were trying to sponsor the club during um, the that famous season. Uh, obviously, <laughs> yes. where they uh, you know they won the Hellenic Premier. And, uh, and obviously the FA Vars at Wembley and uh, myself and a number of colleagues from work were, were at Wembley that day and had a, yeah, obviously a fantastic day out. So we were trying to do an element of sponsorship before that point, probably from around the kind of October, November time during that season. We were starting to get involved. Um, and then obviously at the end of the season, we took over as the, as the main sponsors of the club. So, um, so that's my, yeah, my, my business took over as the main sponsor of the club. So from there, moving forwards, I attended more and more games um, and got to know more and more people uh, involved um, and then started getting a bit more involved behind the scenes, joined the committee. And then, um, yeah, just uh, just over a year ago, um, then I think Eric at the time said that uh, he was looking to kind of step sideways, still be involved in the club, but, um, you know, kind of move into a slightly different role. Um, and I took the opportunity and, uh, yeah, and, and became the, the chairman at that point. And to say it's been a roller coaster of, uh, of years, uh, is an absolute understatement. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anyone could, you know, could uh, foresee what was what was going to happen. We started really well. Um, and, yeah, we were in a very good position. And ultimately, we had everything in our own hands um, at the time that everything was uh, expunged. Um, Dave, just just uh, two two quick questions there. What was your what is your company um, that, that's taken over? I think it's if you're sponsoring a non-league club, I think it's absolutely fair that you can say the name of them. Okay, so uh, so the company is Amtech Business Solutions, uh, and funnily enough, we do lots of things around home working oh. uh, and allow people to you know to work to work from home, VPNs, etc. So uh, 
thanks for the plug. That's yeah. great, right? Um, <laughs> my, and my second question, I just the way you were sort of talking about um, kind of ascending to the to the championship sounds a bit Game of Thrones. Was there sort of was there a, was there a bloodbath? Was there uh, a crazy a crazy old queen <laughs> somewhere? And uh, not not quite. No, um, I mean uh, that in the lighthearted,est possible way. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, not, not so much of a bloodbath. Um, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess I was, I was in, and I was, um, you know, in the committee and, and inputting and, um, and doing things. And yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I, I just felt that, you know, the opportunity was right, and that, uh, you know, I had um, the, the hunger to, to, yeah, try and try and help and take help take the club forwards. Is it was becoming the chairman something you had in mind when you got involved with the club, or is it just sort of circumstance no. that yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. it just happened um, to be that you were there. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So, so as well as running a business and having a, a kind of five-year-old child, um, actually, yeah, becoming the chairman of a local football club to then take all of those <laughs> extra minutes that you don't have away um, <laughs> from a, from a personal perspective. No, it certainly wasn't in my thinking. However, I do remember coming back from a committee meeting um, probably around this time last year um, and uh, speaking to my wife and just saying, oh, um, there, there is potentially an opportunity um, that the chairman's role may be, may be up at Thatcham. And she, she basically turned around to me and said, you've already made the decision, haven't you? You've already decided that. <laughs> so, you know, she, she, she knows me very well, um, you know, probably six and a half years ago, I said I was thinking of setting up a business and, you know, a few months later, you know, there, there was a business. So, um, so yeah, it was, uh, it, it happened. It felt like it was the right time. Um, and yeah, and, and kind of here we are. Brilliant. Um, Dave, that's, that's an interesting, uh, interesting kind of attitude you have to things there because from a personal point of view, mm. I say I'm going to do something and then perhaps 10 years later, uh, I kind of get around to it. So, so whatever it is you do there, however it is you motivate yourself, if if we could bottle that and you know, not maybe share it, but just give it to me, that would be that would be excellent. <laughs> okay, you, you you have my number. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just, just message me, call me. You know, um, yeah, we'll, we'll chat. But excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, w- I always believe in yeah, in in just trying to get things done. Um, I'm I can get very very bored. Um, so <laughs> I, I do like to occupy myself. With, uh, with with lots of things so that there's always something going on yeah so uh, um, as you mentioned there your first season uh, in charge on the field had been going particularly well um, mm. you had it all in your own hands uh, before everything got expunged um, how had it been going for you off the field your first ever season as a chairman well, I'm presuming um, your first season as a chairman uh, you haven't uh, done yes, this before yes, somewhere yes, else yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, first, the first season as a chairman, I've been involved in other kind of football clubs and football committees. I had a very undistinguished non-league playing career at a relatively kind of low level of football. Um, but I was always involved in kind of organising things uh, and being involved um, with, you know, with football clubs, you know, um, social events and, and, and the like. So, um, so yeah, I um, behind the scenes, yeah, you know, we we'd started to make some plans. Um, we were trying to act on certain things, um, and one of the things that we, you know, we've we've been trying to do and that we were fundraising for was actually uh, to put an artificial surface down at the ground uh, okay. for, for a number of reasons. Um, one of them, obviously, being um, you know some funding, um, more participation. 
um, from people into the club, you know, getting local schools involved, clubs, societies. Um, we have a walking football team at the um, at the club. I think they're called the Aiken Joints or something like that. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, it's a, a lot of it is around, yeah, kind of the fundraising because it is a, you know, it's a self-funded club. There is no... Um, oligarch there's no uh money man who you know who funds the, the lot you know it's completely self-run so you know we're really grateful for the sponsorship that we have from lots of local businesses um and you know that as well as um the facilities that we have at the club for meetings bookings and and regular custom really um that's what keeps the club going so um so yeah so you know the um, the artificial pitch uh, was something that we were looking at. Um, we we had a couple of events in the diary. Um, you know we had the local PDC um, darts player Luke Humphreys was coming down to see us to do a little exhibition wow. match and a summer fair and kids discos and and so on. So um, so yeah we 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 were trying to ramp up those kind of activities as well. Sounds like you've taken to it quite uh, smoothly has there been anything in the duties of a uh, non-league club chairman that you've suddenly uh, weren't expecting or anything that's sort of uh, taken you by surprise about uh, um, uh, what you have to do in your role um I, th I think i was relatively well versed in in what um in yeah in, in, in what the job entailed um i i have a lot of friends um who i've known for a long time who who i played football with um, and we're on various WhatsApp groups, and a lot of them are involved in football. Uh, there's, you know, there's one or two kind of professional players, semi-professional players in there as well. Um, who play, you know, good good standards and good non-league clubs. Um, and yeah, there's there's a lot of banter flying back and forwards, as as you would expect on a on a lads WhatsApp group. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, some of the guys run clubs, uh, you know, in Thames Valley Premier League and, you know, things like that. So, you know, we, we talk a lot. Um, I've got, yeah, so a, a great group of, um, of people behind the scenes who, who will always help me out and will always, you know, have an opinion and, yeah, and, and be there when I, when I need to ask some questions. Um, just on that sort of on the football side of things, obviously one of the one of the main chairman's one of the main roles the chairman has is picking and choosing the manager. On on this occasion, you haven't had to you haven't had to do that. In that, you've got uh, Danny Robinson uh, at the club who who was in situ when you arrived uh, and is is still yeah. still there currently. What what's he like to work with? He when when we when Rob and I talked to him when we spoke to him on our previous podcast, it seems like just such a such a down to earth sort of football kind of guy. Uh, how how's he to work with? Danny, Danny's great. I mean, Danny lives and breathes football. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> so, I, you know, again, you know, WhatsApp and the like are fantastic tools and, uh, you know, we keep in regular contact, but Danny, you know, he, he will probably now be talking about football um, as we're doing this or, uh, you know, <laughs> doing some research or working out what he wants to do for next season. So, you know, he's great and him and Andy Darnton and Keith uh, Pennicott-Bowen, uh, who are kind of, you know, the, the first team um, kind of management, um, are very good at their uh, player recruitment. Uh, I think that's been, you know, superb, really excellent this season. Um, and, yeah, to, to work with, yeah, they're, they're yeah, really good, really good. Um, 
just on, on Danny, obviously, you, you, I don't know if, well, I mean, I don't know if it's a slightly unusual situation, but Danny Danny has a contract with the club, doesn't he? That 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 seems that's quite that's that's an unusual situation, I think, for a step four club to be. And I know Bracknell have a manager on a contract. Is that is that something? That, wh- why does the club do that? What what's the what's kind of? I, I suppose my question is, what's the purpose of that? Okay, so um, I I think um, you know, obviously, off the back of. Um, the work that Danny had done um, in getting to the FA Vars final uh, and on getting the club promoted up to, to step four um, as reward for, you know, the fantastic job he's done over kind of the four or five years that he's been there, then, yeah, that was, um, you know, that was put on the table and I, I think that was his first contract in, in yeah, football management as well. So, you know, I, I think a lot of it is, um, is, a, is around continuity um making sure that you know someone is there and is looking at things over a longer period of time than just you know a season and trying to stay in a role um but you know i think i think it's just reward for you know the the things that he's done at the club and you know him and, and his team have, uh, have achieved so is it at, is it at the point cuz is it was it 2 years cuz i think he's is there, is there talks at the moment about uh, an extension to that Yes. Sorry, so, I don't know how much uh, of this you can you're allowed to tell us or you can go into. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so we we have been talking to Danny for for a while, um, and then you know obviously this this situation has arose. Um, so um, yeah, we 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 are in, we are in talks. Um, you know, I'm I'm in regular contact with Danny as a, as are most of um, kind of the committee um, down at the football club. So uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll resolve that very soon. One more question on Danny, but I think before we move on, how demanding, <laughs> how demanding of um, you is he? Does he is he banging on your door very often in uh, sort of saying, you know, I need help uh, getting a player in terms of funds and things like that, or is it is it very much you do your part uh, running the club off the field and he does his part uh, keep on the with the club on the field? Yeah, so um, very you know kind of almost first second day of being appointed chairman, you know, I was on the phone to Danny. Um, and we sat down and we, we kind of looked at what, what could happen this season. So um, towards the end of the previous season, um, we'd started to, you know, we'd start, you know, the form was quite good. So the form was quite good. A lot of those players um, had stayed um, with the club uh, for, the, for the following season. I know obviously after the, after the Vars, um, you know, there were kind of 15, 16, 17 players all, all moved on and moved into, you know, different clubs and, and did different things. So keeping a core of players and, the, you know, the players that Danny really wanted to keep was was great. Um, he said that with certain additions, um, and again, this, this comes down to, to the way that Danny works and the way that, he, you know, he talks a lot about football and he's always thinking about football. He'd already identified who he wanted to, to bring in, the positions, um, and and we worked to to get to a budget and then once we'd got to the budget then obviously that's down to Danny to manage um and we kind of step back from that as long as you know as long as those same same numbers are coming over um then that's fine um you know and just just to show how good him and his team are um you know we managed to pick up someone like John Mills towards towards the end of the season who's a uh, you know 
was a fantastic striker and actually he scored with his first touch in a Thatcham <laughs> shirt, you know, within like 15 seconds of, of his, uh, of his uh, debut. Um, but, you know, they, they, they work very hard and um, we, we, you know, we'll, we'll have regular chats um, around things that he's trying to do and, um, you know, players that he's looking at and stuff like that. But ultimately, you know, we, we try and set the budget and then that, that's kind of where it, where it stays. Um, let's, let's dial this right back to your uh, your playing career that you alluded to, Dave. I'm, I'm quite interested by that. Um, what, yeah. what sort of level did you play in, and who did you play for? Okay, um, so I so I'm, I'm relatively local. So I was I was kind of on the Oxfordshire Berkshire borders uh, growing up. So I played a lot of my kind of kids' football at a place called Crowmarsh, Crowmarsh Boys, um, and then uh, from there um, we became the um what is afc wallingford uh youth team yeah so i was involved down there for quite a bit um played a lot of sunday league football with some uh some interesting players um uh for south stoke and you know again kind of berkshire teams um i I moved away i moved to university uh, up in leicester and then when i came back i got my first job down in wiltshire uh, Trowbridge, so started playing a bit of football for Trowbridge Town. Um, started playing for a team called Bishop Sutton, who were out in, I think it was like a Diodora League or something like that at that point in time. Um, and then got a bit older, got more injured, uh, played a bit of Vets football back at Wallingford. Um, and and then, yeah, kind, kind of called it a day. Um, but um, I, was, uh, I, was, I was mainly a defender throughout my... Uh, my undistinguished career, uh, <laughs> and I, I like to tackle. Yeah, uh, and every now and then I'd win one as well. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> no, I, but I, you know, I, I've always enjoyed uh, football. Always enjoyed the banter and you know the camaraderie and you know kind of the team ethic of that. And you know all, all the lads that are on my WhatsApp group of you know people that I started playing football with from the age of nine and ten. Really, you know, we've all kind of stuck together. Do you uh, still play now in any capacity, or is it uh, that, those days behind you? Those those days are very much behind me. Uh, oh. I, I still, yeah, I've still, I've still actually got a torn cruciate ligament in, oh. uh, in, oh. in, my, in my right, right. knee, so that's that's kind of hindered me a little bit. But I think mobility yeah. has hindered me more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel, Dave. I know how you feel. <laughs> um. Dave, something that that so I I used to be involved in um, trying to get sponsors to sponsor a football club, and it's something that I've always kind of wondered about, and, and perhaps maybe I've never never really asked the question of of anyone, but but someone like yourself who's who who runs a company who's runs a company is that right runs a runs the company yeah yeah um but and you come into a football club to sponsor it what what does your company get out of it I just I because I, I think a lot of times people just sort of oh yeah have some have some money we'll have a banner and stuff and then and then that's it. What what actually does your company get out of sponsoring Thatcham Town? Okay, so um, obviously our, our logo is adorned on the uh, on the front of the first team shirt, um, and because of that, then effectively that logo will appear in all local kind of free papers, um, Newbury Weekly News. Yeah. And anything that that you know kind of mentions the football club. So, for example, you know the uh, the non-league paper. Um, you know, the logo is is there a lot. Um, one of the things that we have been looking at as a business is effectively to get our name out there. Yeah. Um, and 
whilst the business is based probably a couple of hundred metres away from the football club uh, in its locality, um, we don't have a lot of customers in the local area. So, so actually, that was a, a thing that we were looking to do, uh, a conscious decision to try and kind of do more things locally and have some kind of more local business. Um, I think our largest customer is, uh, is actually in Cumbria. Uh, which is, uh, you know, a, a little, little bit of a drive, a little bit of a commute uh, every time we have to go and see them uh, for meetings. But obviously, we do lots of video calls with them. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, you know, as a direct result of um, being involved and in sponsoring the football club, you know, a lot more people know who we are, the services that we provide, and we do have some more local businesses um, that we look after and support now. So, you know, it, it has worked in, in that respect. Um, and you know, we we've been we we were very lucky this season. You know, we we had a stadium sponsor yeah. for the for the first time ever. So Stacker Truck um, done a fantastic job and got involved with the club at you know a number of levels. Um, and uh, yeah, you know we, we're you know we're obviously grateful for for what they've done for us. Um, and yeah, we're we're hoping that we're hoping that you know when we all come out of this. Um, that all these local businesses are in a are in a good state and will you know kind of continue to to support the uh, the local club. Absolutely, you uh, you're talking there about a lot of developments and a lot of sort of uh, plans you're putting in place at the chairman, and you were talking also about uh, meetings you had with Danny um, earlier. I mean, uh, it seems you're obviously well organised with this and uh, you know putting things in place. But what is your ambition with Thatcham Town? I mean, is it to keep climbing up the leagues and see how far you go or have you, have you got a specific target in mind that you want to achieve with them? Okay. So, um, so I, I think one of the, one of the targets that we've had is to look to get more people involved in the club, be that, uh, behind mm. the scenes or, or from a playing front. So in order to do that, and this is probably what we spent most of the season working out. Um, you know, we, we did talk to some people who run football academies um, and, you know, we got some, some ideas, some information them, from them and to see what the viability of that was. And, and in the current situation with, you know, the kind of three teams that we run there um, and the training sessions and everything else, we felt that we would need, you know, that artificial surface in order to, to expedite that. So getting more people involved at different age groups would be uh, fantastic. Um, you know, at the moment we run a, a first team, a development side, and a youth team. All seasons have obviously been um, been voided uh, at the moment. You know, the youth team unfortunately don't get a chance to um, defend their uh, Barks and Bucks uh, Cup, which is uh, which is a shame. That I know that Ben and Jamie are you know disappointed with, but um, you know. Um, you know we, we are where we are at the moment so um, so yeah so so more participation from a first team level um, and this is you know a view that shared with um, with Danny um, is that you know we, we were always looking to take the club as far as as far as we possibly could you know the club has never played at step three and we, we kind of felt that we were we were quite oh, close you're pretty to, close uh, yeah to, to achieving that. Uh, and as yeah. I said at the start, you know, we we had a fantastic start to the season. You know, some of the highlights for me were, you know, we played um, Salisbury in the in the FA Cup uh, at home, and we managed to get that streamed live on BBC iPlayer. 
we had a really good crowd for that. You know, we lost out to a 93rd minute disallowed goal from getting it to a replay. Um, and then, you know, we went on an amazing unbeaten run, uh, which led all the way up to, I think it was sometime in November um, or even early December when, when you know, we kind of lost our first league game. But actually, that was one of those things where we had a bit of a monkey on our back um, and everyone wanted to be that team that beat us, yeah. be the first to beat mm. us. Um, and then, yeah, we, we had a little bit of a dip in form, but that came back again. Um, and you know we were in great form. We'd had a couple of really convincing wins as we were, as we were kind of heading into into the start of March. Um, so um, amazingly, today would have been the day that we would have played uh, Broomtown, who were the team that were level with us at the top of the league. Oh right, yeah. Um, and you know our our social media team are superb. And today they put out a little YouTube video. It's about two and a half minutes. <laughs> simulation on Pro Evo Soccer and us playing against Froome. Uh, I, won't spo- I won't spoil the result for you if you want to go and have a look. But um, yeah, you know, um, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's quite interesting. Fantastic. Um, go, go on, Rob. Okay, I was just going to say, we, we skirted around it a, a little bit already, and, but um, obviously the season's been voided and, uh, you know, you said there that you uh, Thatcham never played at step three. They were at the top of the league looking, you know, in a strong position to be promoted. Um, uh, so obviously it's going to be disappointing on the playing side, but um, how does it affect the club in uh, in more general view uh, from your position? Because um, obviously you haven't got the things like the, the home games coming in. So there's a, a little bit less money coming in and perhaps um, I don't know how it affects sponsorship. So how would, um, Voiding the season, the decision to do that, how has that affected uh, Thatcham Town? Okay, so I mean, we're 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 currently assessing how that's going to um, going to affect the club um, until you know, obviously, we get through this um, and you know, uh, we we get back into an element of normality and yeah. and you know, potentially a start of the football season, but that might be delayed or, or whatever. You know, there's so many ifs and buts at the moment, no one really knows. So we'll we'll have to look at you know, the position of the club at, at that point in time. I mean, I, I for one had to get a thesaurus out and look up expunged when <laughs> when, when that came out because uh, yeah, um, and it's. Um, Obviously, we're disappointed, you know, but you know the health and well-being of everyone is, you know, far more important than uh, than football. Um, I think it's um, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see where we are, to see where you know some of our sponsors, you know, some of our sponsors are, you know, very small local firms, um, and you know they they may be in a disadvantaged position. Uh, moving forward, so uh, so we'll have to take stock, uh, make decisions based on that, and then ultimately that will you know kind of affect um, the, the budget for the football club as a whole moving forward for um, for, for well for the future really yeah. And um, Dave, just sort of on that kind of end of season and the way it's all ended, there was obviously there was a um, sort of petition or a, a letter that went around that was signed by by chairman of of different clubs. Did you? Yeah. Did you know about? Did you get asked to sign that? What What was your thought? What were your thoughts on that? So I I think was it South Shields? Yes. Yeah. Who put this forward? Yeah. So it was one hundred and sixty five clubs or something like that signed. Yeah. Yeah. So South Shields put this forward. Um, We 
as as a club, we didn't receive uh, an email asking us to uh, to join or get involved in that. Um, we we did look. I mean, actually, probably social media carried the information about this better than anything else. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I I did make inquiries. Um, I spoke to um, I think someone who you're interviewing soon, Ollie Bayliss. Um, yes. Yeah, and and got some information, some details uh, around that. Um, but but ultimately, you know, and I think it was it was Thursday that they confirmed that the FA Council had ratified the uh, the original decision. I, I oh. don't think anyone could see the decision being changed. Uh, it, it it was a yeah quite quite a quick decision uh, that was made. I think the the negativity of of that really is is around consistency. Um, you know, on on a match day, all, all we ever want from the officials on, <laughs> on on the pitch is consistency. Behind the scenes, you know, from an FA perspective, again, all we kind of want is consistency. So, it, it's a strange one to expunge from level, you know, step three down to seven. Uh, and I have seen some stuff um, probably in the last twenty four hours around clubs you know complaining around what they're going to do at step one and step two you know they're yeah. being asked to make decisions on things that there's no clear outcome so um yeah and then you know looking further into you know kind of professional football you know what what happens there and, and really and truthfully something should have been consistent across the board um Dave, just a sort of um, couple of couple of sort of quick ones to to round off. I wanted to ask you, kind of, obviously, you've been watching Thatcham for a, for a few years now. You do get yeah. sucked in, don't you? You when you when you start when you went to that Vars game, I bet you didn't. You weren't looking at going. Oh, I'm still going to be involved a few years later. Let alone um, let alone in charge of the club. But just in that in that time, I, I was just wondered, um, is there, what which players have really stood out for you? Which ones do you think? Yeah, that's my sort of player. Oh wow. Um... I yeah you know there there are some fantastic players at the club. Um, I think um, Felipe Barcelos uh, has been a a fantastic signing, uh, and him and Kyle Tews, who we brought in kind of the season before yeah. from uh, from Mangotsfield, uh, those two up front have been yeah really terrorised defences for for you know for for a lot of the season and very very different styles as well. Um, so they, they've been excellent. Um, always impressed with um, the Rolls Royce Matt Partridge. Um, <laughs> he's been, <laughs> he is, yeah, uh, but yeah, ob- obviously very good technical player. Um, you know, played um, played professionally. Um, and people like Callum Wilmoth, who's his uh, local lad, um, and yeah, em- embodies um, a lot of um, yeah. He's <laughs> uh, g- gets around the park very well. Um, and yeah, he's, he's technically a yeah really really good footballer. You know, we're very pleased that that he's uh, he's at the club. And then you know just just to name one more um, kind of Matty Day as the as the skipper as um, you know the, the person who you know kind of kind of looks after the lads and, and kind of leads the lads out. You know, he he leads by example. Um, yeah, there's some yeah re- really really good players in the, in the side. Apologies for all the players. <laughs> I did. I, I saw. Uh, I saw Matty Day at Bracknell play at Bracknell a few times, and he was always excellent. And then I, I came when I first met you uh, at the the Hungerford game in the County Cup, and he yeah. just he made like Matty Day just just still still going, still got it. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how old he is, but he 
he he just he defied kind of he defied logic really in in that game. He was up against um, James Constable, uh, yeah. uh, former pro uh, and striker and all of that, and he just just like just carried on just just as normal and and just like a, a heck of a player. And I I was kind of almost surprised that that Bracknell let him go really. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, obviously Bracknell's loss was was our gain, um, and yeah, I think, I think when you uh, yeah when when you, when you see him play a couple of times, then you know, you you realise why he's the skipper's armband as well. Um, he he certainly leads by example, and uh, and he's not quiet on the pitch as well. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, did you have anything else you wanted to? Yeah, one final one. Um, you say you've been watching the games now at Thatcham for three or four seasons. Uh, um, what are you like as a fan? And have you had to change any uh, fan behaviour um, since you've become the chairman? <laughs> um, I, I'm, I I can get quite animated um, during the games. Um, I've, I've, I've learned to bite my tongue a little bit. Um, in, in the role, because normally where, where I'm sat, you know, I'm, I'm very close to obviously the opposition's directors. Um, so, you know, we, we do things in a, in a slightly more diplomatic way. I think, um, I think I have, I have to go back to that FA Cup game. And I, when we, when we scored our second goal, and I think Scott Reese, who's now Fratnell scored, um, and hit, hit, you know, shot from like 25 yards out into the top corner. And I I'd leapt out of my seat, um, <laughs> And I, I don't think I've, I've been more nervous in, you know, in in anything for the for the next ten minutes, hoping that you know we we'd we'd get the equaliser. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was yeah, fun, you know, fantastic. I've, I've certainly felt the passion for the club at that point in time. Um, but yeah, I do, I do, yeah, I try and tone things down a, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I I just had one more just on on that on that kind of situation. What uh, in terms of obviously away going away, which, which clubs do you have you looked forward to, or which clubs did you enjoy the most going to this season? Um, I I quite liked going down to Willand actually. Um, they're a yeah lo- lovely club down in uh, in Somerset. On on the coach with the players and the fans, um, nice day out. Obviously made even better by by the fact that we won. Uh, convincingly um, down there, but um, yeah, it was a it was a yeah really nice nice run club, uh, and yeah, it's just a, just a, a really good day out. I mean, I I do try and get to as many games as possible. There are some that I, I just can't get to for you know kind of family commitments or work commitments, but um, but every, every opportunity, as my wife will tell you, I am I am at football. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dave, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, for for joining us today, we have one final question. We've been asking everybody, um, just to wrap things up, uh, just to help everybody while we're all in uh, all lockdown, sat at home like we are. Um, can you recommend a box set or a TV show you're watching for our for our listeners to uh, to go and catch up with? Okay, so um, funnily enough, I was watching one of the episodes this morning, but um, the second series of Sunderland Till I Die is uh, excellent TV. Really nice TV. I, I watched the uh, I watched the first series um, quite a while ago, um, and then I also watched the um, the, the Leeds United. Um, okay. One, Leeds till I die. Yeah. Was it Leeds till I die? Yeah. A similar name, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Dave, Dave Mellon, thank you very much for for joining us today. Um, that was the Berkshire Football Stories podcast pub but not in a pub chat with Thatcham Town Chairman Dave Mellon. Uh, You can see more in this series by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. 
please subscribe for all the latest. And if you have a minute, please give us a rating and a review. Um, all that is left to say is that it's goodbye from me, Tom. Uh, it's goodbye from Rob. Goodbye, everyone. And it's goodbye from Dave. Bye, everyone. Stay safe.